You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Everybody. Welcome back to the Not So Newlywed Show. I am one half of your co-host, Candice. And you can find me on all social media at Not So Newlywed PC. As usual, I'm joined by hmm. London's dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, why you don't like me? What's up? <laughs> And <laughs> now, what's up, y'all? It's Mike. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at BrilliantDumb underscore E. And uh, we got a really interesting topic for you today. Um, Candace uh, really does her thing with these topics and, like, just setting them up. So, what? Don't try to guess me up now. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> that is true. I ain't okay. Before before we be get honest, this is wild, man. Word. Before we get into everything, we want to ask that if you have not subscribed to us, that you go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or whatever other streaming device you use to listen to podcasts and subscribe to the Not So Newlywed Podcast. Please leave us some five-star ratings, reviews, and feedback. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, we would love it too. Uh, you could DM myself or Mike and we could get the ball rolling on that as well and sign up for our patreon a five dollar level gets you access to a host of new shows ten dollar level gets you access to video content from all of your favorite hosts on the network as well as the weekly wind down with myself and curtis uh or purchase merch buy a shirt we have shirts for uh, basically all of the shows on the network and the network itself. So that's that. Now the meat and potatoes. <laughs> this is episode 21 entitled, Oh Baby. Okay, now we can start talking that shit like we getting up there for real. Oh, because we at what, uh, 21? Yeah, we at 21. We getting up that's, there. Yeah, I mean, well, we do well, it every two weeks. So that's, that's... That's good. And yeah. we're approaching our one-year anniversary. Are we? We started in August. Ooh. So it's June. Okay, so we got another month. What we going to do for... Uh, <laughs> another couple... Yeah, like a month and a half. What we going to do for one year? I don't know. We're okay. going to have to pull out, pull out all the tricks. But, um... <laughs> this episode is we're gonna talk about keeping the romance alive after you add kids into the equation which so many of us forget to do we forget that we're people outside of our children and we let them rule our lives <laughs> and that's not to say that children are not undeniably undeniably one of the greatest joys that life brings, but it's an adjustment. And for a lot of couples with one kid, multiple kids, um, you figure out how easy it is to get lost in the shuffle um, when you're trying to make sure your kids have everything they need, they can have a comfortable life. Um 
you kind of forget that there is life outside of baby cries, diaper duties, pickups, drop-offs. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, with one, it's it's a very big adjustment. So I can imagine, like, how people who have more than one, like, multiple kids, two how? or three, and they're still, like, you know, all around the same age. Like, that's... <laughs> well, and the, and the other part is that like you don't really realize it, but it continues like for years. And you look up, and one day, you kind of realize when the kids are getting ready to get go, or not be in the house full time, like you know, college, marriage, their own kids. You kind of don't know your partner because you you made the kids the main connection in the marriage versus in addition to the relationship or the marriage. And that's when we see 20, 30 year couples divorcing, breaking up, mm-hmm. separating. Yeah. We, we've touched on that actually yeah, on a have, couple of shows. Yeah, we have. And so, uh, this is a, a big episode. This is kind of a self dragging episode because, You and I are really guilty of being so head deep into parenting and making sure that London is comfortable and we don't really pour back into the romance side of our marriage like we should. Yeah. And so as I was a a big part of this was not only looking up content for the show, but looking up content that would be useful in uh, being more purposeful in the romance part of our relationship. So it was kind of like a two for one. And we will be referencing, I found a good article, a good, I don't know, article, blog, whatever it may be, short but sweet. Uh, by Natasha V. Bim, and it was titled Five Steps to Keeping the Romance Alive After Baby is Born, and then adding some of our own pointers and stuff into the situation. And so that leads us to one, which it wasn't listed in the article, but I felt like it came above everything, and that's communication. And if you haven't, please go back and check out episode 19 with Curtis from Gay Side Stories, where we discuss communication, because that was a really good episode. Yeah. Really key. um, And how uh, communication should work in a relationship, like the fundamentals of having positive uh, communication. And so for me... Like, this was important because one of the big things is that um, you stop kind of communicating and you get in this space where you feel like, just suck it up. Like, everything else is going good. So, if this, if our romance is falling apart a little bit, what's the big whoop? You know, the bills are paid, the kids are happy. We seem to be happy, but except for that one thing. And so you keep it to yourself when if you are feeling overwhelmed or disconnected to your partner because y'all are putting so many other things first, I would say the biggest step to that is communicating it. Babe, 
we haven't, you know, we haven't gone on a date in a while. Uh, we haven't had sex in a while. We haven't, uh, so many things that you haven't done, but you, you would want to do it. But you don't want to say anything because you feel like it'll turn into an argument. So my thing is, if you have an issue or if you're feeling disconnected, overwhelmed to say something, and if you're the partner who this is being communicated to, um, be open to listening, affirming, and resolving the issue with your partner so that y'all are both happy. That's what I would say in terms of being at the top of the list for keeping the romance and such going, you got to communicate. Because sometimes you've been so busy that one person, it just kind of slips your mind because you got so much going on. And then if you don't say anything, hey, good morning. And be like, damn, you know, baby, it has been a minute. Let's get it on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, that's... I, I'm surprised that's not like in the original, yeah, uh, like five steps because I'm not really sure how you can do any other of these steps if you're not really talking to each other. I agree. So yeah, that that that's a major one. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad you added that because I, I would have felt that that was probably something off with this list if that wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So two is make a date and stick to it. Uh, So chances are your schedules were busy before the baby was born. Now you are taking turns working, napping, cleaning, feeding, and caring for your little one. This means time spent as a couple is sacrificed. Uh, By setting a date to spend time or spend some quality time with your partner, Uh, You are instilling a habit which will have great benefits for both of you, um, your partner, and your child. Uh, This may start as a simple coffee date down the street on Saturdays in between feedings when your babysitter or relative may stop by. Eventually, uh, when you're able to leave your child for a couple of hours, your date can evolve into dinner or a movie Um, If you can't leave your children, plan for a special dinner once a week. Um, After they go to bed, set a tape or excuse me, set a beautiful table and uh, take turns cooking for each other or together. These are some really good ideas, actually. Yeah. Yeah. This was a good article. Uh, And it also so this is just kind of like the end deal of it. The idea is to make alone time for your partner a regular occurrence. Um, one that is prioritized and doesn't get bumped aside. So, uh, yeah, that that definitely Daddy. is very good advice, especially Daddy. for like couples that Daddy. have like newborns. Daddy. Oh. Oh. Toddlers in the terrible twos. Yeah, <laughs> in Londons and. Um. um I so <laughs> again self dragging. We have not had a actual date night um it's been it's, it's, it's been, been a couple months it was yeah. when uh what you call it came out we went to the movies yeah so since may yeah so since may since may we haven't had a well and that was a date night we haven't had a chance like a truly romantic night it's been probably longer than it's that been a <laughs> um uh 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and so that leads me to three, which is I kind of would like to implement this possibly is taking a romantic stroll during your child's nap. So turn your uh, turn your child's nap into a romantic walk for you and your partner. The fresh air is good for your child while he is he or she is sleeping in the stroller. And you and your partner can enjoy a scenic stroll while having an opportunity to talk. Children sleep much better outdoors, and this can buy you up to two hours with your partner. Make sure the setting is natural so your child is not disturbed by high traffic noises or the lights and sounds of a busy mall. The reason that I want to try this is not the nap part. London can even be awake. Um, Denver is beautiful, and I am not an outdoors person, but I feel like implementing this has several benefits, um, you know, like on your off days, possibly, mm-hmm. or something like that. One, it, it forces us to get out the house when it's nice out and walk, so that so you get active, you talk, you know, put some music on and, and walk to the park. There's so many parks around where we live at. That is ridiculous. Um, and yeah, then it gets London out the house and, you know, get her some fresh air and things like that. So, you know, when it's not a million degrees out, right. I would like to start doing something like that. Yeah, yeah. And there's plenty of places we can walk to around here. So, yeah, yeah, it's plenty of places. Like I said, it's several parks here. Um, and it's just beautiful in general here. So, just you walk out your doors it's nice yeah, so yeah. that's a good thing so and it and i and i'm not even trying to be funny but like stuff like that to me in a long term relationship is super meaningful because just imagine like how you a lot of people walk or work out to think through things or to get their thoughts out and so Doing that probably with your partner gives you an opportunity to communicate some of those thoughts too. Yeah, if you have yeah. if you have healthy communication versus like blowing up on them because why y'all walking down the street? But if you you know walk y'all both walking and talking, you're like damn, work really been stressing me out and blah blah blah, and and, and it's all flowing. And it, when I first read it, I was like, mm, and then now. I really do like the idea of just, you know, taking a walk with your with your partner, your spouse, even with the kid and kid or kids in tow. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could be a difference maker. Oh uh, yeah. I mean it it does when you walk in with someone, it's kinda like natural to have like that conversation. So yeah, I could see how it could be easier to talk while doing that. Mm, and let's see what's the next tip for and uh oh you want me to uh no i'm gonna read it because okay i have something positive to say to you in regards to this so Hmm. give your partner the day off okay so a whole day may be out of the question but surely you can give your partner an afternoon to spend time with his or her friends or even just to have a nap while you take care of baby or the kids if your partner's home and you can tell she or he is run down offer to run them a bath a warm bubble bath or surprise them uh with champagne and strawberries a new book uh some beers whatever it may be that relaxes 
your partner, maybe try that. And these acts of service show your partner that you consider their time and needs important. More likely than not, they will return the favor. Uh, Mike is really good with that. Like, he, like, when I'm out of it and he's home, he gives me the space to rest, you know, if, if, be it cooking, you know, dealing with London, because I know a lot of parents, especially mamas, don't like admitting this, but sometimes you need a break from your kid, okay? <laughs> sometimes they, you just, they're yours, you, you love them, but you don't feel like being bothered in that moment, and having a partner who understands what that feels like in that moment... Um, and will allow you the space and opportunity to go do something you want, get your hair done, nails done, get a haircut, go buy a new shirt, drink a beer in peace, play a video game, whatever it might be. Uh, having a partner that can allow you that is super duper important if you ask me. Yeah. I, I don't know if I do that for you. What because, like give me a give me a break? Yeah. Uh, cause I don't ever really be like I need to do this or do that. I mostly be chilling, and if she with me, she chilling too. Like yeah. she, for the I'm most about part. To say, cause y'all like stuck like glue when y'all in the house together. If it's you, it's her. Yeah. If it's her, it's you. You running behind her, she running behind you. Uh, but you do get a chance to like play a vid, you know, do your video games when you feel like playing them, and you know. I, yeah, I haven't played in a minute, but um, I do get a chance when I, you know, get like the itch to to go ahead and play. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like you said, for me, I'm typically like work drains all the life out of me, and then. You know, come home cooking most of the week or, you know, I I get home. London is that peak. London. <laughs> you know, to the max. Um, so by the time the weekend come, I do need the, oppor- the space and opportunity to be able to sleep in a little bit or run to the store without her. Or, you know, something. Because mm-hmm. typically, if we want to do something when I get home from work, it's, you know, uh, me and her and my mom or whatever the case may be. So, being able to do something by yourself every so, every so often is just really nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I'm not even going to deny that. Uh, <laughs> but, but before we go on and knock this list out... We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back after the jump. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, coworkers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound.
And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back. We hope that you enjoyed that small break. But we're going to finish out this list of things you could do to keep the romance booming after the kids come. Because it's hard to do. Okay, because I'm going to be honest with you. Unless you're rich and you got 4,000 square feet. And your kids' rooms and you got nanny and you got a nanny. Is <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to have the freak nasty sex you once had when y'all were single with no kids. But that doesn't mean that you, you know, you may not be able to do it in the frequency and the quantity that you were. But I feel like these five steps will will help you still be doing it at at a lesser quantity and frequency but doing it <laughs> nonetheless and that's <laughs> that's what it, what's important uh so where we, we uh believe we're at number five, five right yes so that one is uh show your affection uh and just because remember when you excuse me remember when you used to call each other and say hi no that was a long time ago yeah, that was years ago. <laughs> no, not. no, no, that was yesterday. You called me on your lunch break. Oh to yeah, tell true, me about true, work true, and true. To see what I was up to. True. See, I just tried the front right there, but nah. <laughs> uh, so uh, remember when you used to call each other and say hi? Uh, that doesn't need to stop. Nor do love notes or text messages or showing your love just because. Experiment with doing something loving for your partner once a week. This could be leaving a note on the bathroom mirror or hiding a favorite treat in your spouse's coat pocket. These okay. acts of... Co- what? No, I just <laughs> seen you talk about that on Twitter earlier. <laughs> you was like, if you do coke, don't tell me. You better hide it from me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that cocaine came out and I'm like, what? Cocaine? No, <laughs> no. these acts of love and kindness don't take a lot of effort or time, but they do show your partner you love him or, or her, her and, and you care. Yeah, <laughs> them. Yeah, they wrote like in, they they did a lot of him and I tried like to change him. most of mm. it to him, her, them, they, yeah, there, like. but I missed them stuff. Um we so we do we do talk throughout the day even if it's you know just through text or whatever we're really good about that and I know that's a huge conversation on social media like you ain't got to text all day I ain't got to text you you ain't got to text me I ain't got to call I mean, you, you don't ain't have to but you, blah 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 um it's all about doing what, what works for you <laughs> and <laughs> doing what works for you um and what has always worked for us we've always text each other throughout the day even when we were just friends yeah just we, we uh, just shoot the shit yeah and it don't have jokes. to be no- about nothing typically we laughing in, the, in our text messages yeah. for the most part so typically <laughs> no just kidding no I'm not anyway hey, with that said too like okay so we've been married going on three years right do yeah. you still like to get nudes and racy pictures? Like, is that do you like? 
to tell you the truth, I don't even think we like. I it's not that I don't like to get them because of course I like to get them. That wouldn't be a problem at all. But it, it's like it's not something you really think about when you are. When you can go home and have sex. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's just not something you because, like. Because I see a lot of the I see a lot of the sad ass memes on social media. Like, do the things you did to get them to keep them, include sending nudes. He still want nudes, and I'm like, do he still want nudes? Like, <laughs> it's like it's like it's, it's like oh nudes, right? Right. <laughs> But it wasn't like it's not like I was like, damn, I hope I get some news today. Like, I, you know what I mean? I, like, I wasn't, <laughs> I, I wasn't wishing for it. But you know, if you get them, then you like, it's like, um, it's like when you get a gift for no reason, right? Okay. It's like I, you wasn't really is looking for like, a gift this, today. Is that how? Like, is that like not just news, but selfies in general? Like. Okay, I mean, I know who my wife look like, and I'm, you know, I, but if I get a selfie, I, I'm gonna be happy. But if I'm I not, don't, I wasn't like you where know them what selfies I mean? at. Yeah, yeah. Where them selfies at, bitch? <laughs> like it's not gonna start the argument. Like, well, I ain't getting no selfie today. What's up with that? But it's kind of like, ooh, okay. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's like the same thing with like um, I would say with like women when they want like a gift, like hey, you just bring her flowers for no reason or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's no occasion or anything, but they did something nice for you. It's the it's the same thing. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm being assaulted by a two year old. <laughs> and I feel like also, while this wasn't a part of uh, number five, we can include small tokens of appreciation. Uh, you know, if I know you like flowers, I'm gonna bring you some flowers. If I know what your favorite six pack is, I'm gonna bring you your favorite six pack, maybe even 12. Whatever, just little, you know, to go with that love note or that love text message or that fresh set of nudes. Like, okay, yeah, here's here. I'm about to cash up you $20 for lunch today. You like doing little stuff that, like, you're like, damn, I was on their mind. That's cool. I and I, and like I feel like I mean I wanna start like doing that, but you so like laid back that I don't really know how receptive you would be to like a love note. You would be to like a love oh, note? That's cool. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> right? Cause you so nonchalant, so um, I don't feel like you'll be like, damn, I'm gonna fuck this it shit would, out you. It would probably be- my reaction would probably be just about what you think yeah. it would be. Oh. Um, but it wouldn't be on Word. purpose either. Like, cause I would really, I would really appreciate it. But just like expressing that appreciation is, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I, I've been like that. So I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> I need help. So, <laughs> So number six talks about taking five minutes to connect each day Um, because it's easy to lose track of what's going on in your partner's world outside of the home when your child is born. Conversations and attention tend to revolve around your children and not your spouse. Just take at least five minutes each day to ask your spouse about his day or her day and have them ask about yours and make a habit of doing that at a time when you give each other your undivided attention. 
really listen without judgment when your partner is talking and try to put yourself in their shoes. You'll be surprised at how oh, how little child. empathy how child. a little empathy can go a long way in keeping you both connected. We all know that time is precious when you become a parent, and your personal life suddenly seems non-existent. And often you're too tired to think of planning anything beyond your child's next play date. But make a habit of connecting with your partner on a regular basis, and actually, um, it's a way to make a journey to being a parent much more enjoyable because not only are your children exposed to parents who are affectionate with each other, happy to be together, and very much in love from a young age, this ensures that they have a good foundation and a model to build their own relationships in the future. Those are some good points at the end. Those are really good points. And today on Twitter, I saw some tweets about how um, you know, people be like, put that baby down for you spoil them. Don't do this or that for that baby for you spoil them. And it reminded me how much we have to unlearn the way that we were taught to kind of be in front of our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we you we saw our parents do the thing where they never never we they never let us see them sweat. We didn't know they were sweating until we were adults. And, I mean, we may have assumed, you know, because we're not idiots. But um, I think it's important for children to be exposed to uh, emotionally available uh, parents. Like, you need to see your parents interacting, you know, hugging, kissing, just talking, not not just when things are bad or they're angry at each other, but having conversations about real things. Um, give your kids an opportunity to process and be as smart and intelligent as you know they are. So I agree that making sure that your kids see healthy uh, affection and seeing their parents talk when they're in a good mood, not just when they're mad at each other or in a bad mood and the tension is weird in the house. Right. Your kids need to see all of the different faces of a relationship. And I kind of wish that was my upbringing with seeing all phases of a a relationship, a marriage, because it's, it's some bad days, a lot of good days, some eh days. But a lot of good days, but seeing everything and seeing it in a healthy way, um, I think is important. So, yeah, taking five minutes to really invest in at least minimum to invest in what your partner has going on that maybe they haven't had a chance to tell you, Mm -hmm. I feel is important. And just hearing that, though, I think also there should be conversation with that showing of all facets, Mm -hmm. like allow them to to try to understand like i think if we were explained certain situations especially within relationships even as kids and like you don't have to go into like any detail but explain it in a way where you know a kid can understand hey this is what's going on and they can learn from it like that that's the best that's the best thing about being able to experience certain things 
is that you learn from those things. And we um, all, I think everybody who has a kid wants to see them do better than, you know, however you did in, in whatever aspects, right? Relationships, careers, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I there should definitely be some conversations going on when they do see maybe some bad sides to a relationship or when even when things are good i mean sometimes you can let you know just show show them that and you yeah. let them know you can even talk to them about certain stuff but it's just like a, they try to hide Your daddy still be fucking no okay. just kidding <laughs> <laughs> you mad immature. Anyway. <laughs> I just feel like as as kids, they, they tried to hide a lot of that stuff from us. Tried to and hide a lot and it it made us emotionally uh I feel like it we stuns had a growth. low emotional IQ. Yeah, uh, it stuns that growth too. Like you you don't get those experiences, you don't get those explanations, you don't get to see um certain aspects of a relationship you don't really understand relationships right yeah i agree i agree i agree so. and last but certainly not least make it fun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no uh try to think outside the box when planning us time such as an erotic game night and other quality time that incorporates new and fun adventures you can experience together. Closing remarks. Oh, my bad. I'm about to read the whole shit. Excuse me. Niggas start getting a good reading and they just gonna keep going. I'm sorry, London. <laughs> nah, London was pulling me. <laughs> she like trying to get me to go somewhere. But, uh,. Yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. Make it fun. (laughs) (laughs) Try new things. Erotic game night, you know. Strip uno. Strip this. Kiss this. Lick that. Blah, blah, blah. They have games you can get from the erotic store to play as well. Or them dice. Like the dice, the coupons, the... They got all kind of things, but... Um... Try it. Do it. Uh, do a wine tasting. Try bed and breakfast. Um, just whatever. Something new that you guys really like. Try it. I I personally would love for Mike and I to do like a pottery class. Because I'd be hooked on those pottery videos. <laughs> but the pottery class seems fun. I well, after seeing what they do is sipping paints, wow. I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, That's, uh, oh, no. But, yeah, I would say just try to make it fun. Um, Even if you have to think of fun things to do in the house after the kids go to bed. Um, If you can get somebody to keep them, like I said, try... You know, an activity together that you haven't done, a wine tasting, a festival, or do something that you typically like to do, watch anime, send kids to a sitter, watch some anime, some popcorn, go to the movies, just go to your favorite restaurant, whatever. If y'all got a nice little bar y'all like to go to or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And I think that corresponds with the date night stuff, but you... You know, you could 
you don't you want it to be fun and, and new and exciting and bring out the best in y'all. So while you're planning that date night, incorporate making it fun. Yeah. And making it fresh and new. You know. And try new stuff too. You can yeah. do some some stuff maybe that you haven't done. It's like Sir La Tabla. I think they have like cooking cooking experiences oh. that they do certain weekends. Mm-hmm. Like I may look into that for the summer when the weather is nice and you know see what's going on. But uh, I believe that is all of the tips. Yeah, seven tips. And we're going to put the link to that article uh, in the show notes. And uh, I just want to remind everybody, men and women, that you are still a complete person outside of your kids. Don't let them become your whole identity. Remember to take moments for yourself. Remember to do for yourself, no matter how big or small it may be, but to do it. Uh, because do it. Do you, you still want to have memories outside of that. Uh oh, see, you still want to have moments outside of that. So don't forget to put your mom and dad hat down sometimes. Yeah, take that hat off. Put on your grown and sexy hat sometimes. You know. Yeah, I agree. You got anything before we get up out of here? Uh, no, no, I don't have anything else that I'm. I really uh, like this topic. Like when you brought it up, and uh, just took a look at it. it, it just has so many great points about it, and a lot of it touches in with a lot of our other uh, podcasts. So, yeah. All right. Well, we are glad you guys tuned in for another episode. Uh, we can't wait to get some feedback from you. Please leave a review, like I said. And it's not uh, always perfect, not always a fairy tale, but it's still beautiful. So thanks for tuning in to the Not So New Podcast, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Peace.